Hi, you guys. Nice to see you again. This is Richard Sachs. I'm your host on Lost Arts Radio. <clears throat> I'm told this is a three-day weekend. I don't usually notice much of that stuff because we're working all the time, but I hope you're having a good start to the weekend. Things are really intense in the world, as usual, and still building up to some kind of a unknown to me, anyway, crescendo of what's going to end up happening. And I've had to change a lot of what I was going to tell you in the show in the last eight hours, 12 hours, 24 hours, and just thinking a lot about, you know, what what I would want to share, uh, particularly, you know, if it was uh, a really important show that, that maybe was the last one for a while, which hopefully is not the case, but there's so much going on, in particular, you know, certainly in the country where we're sitting in America, but also in Australia and England and uh, much of Europe, what's now the EU, and things are changing, governments are changing and falling apart. Uh, England and Germany are having major changes. Um, there's an incredible buildup of forces in uh, the U.S. capital that the media is trying to portray as having something to do with a threat from uh supporters of the president who are going to go and be violent but that's clearly not true uh if there is an attack there it, it's either a false flag you know carried out by some of the agencies within our own government or from outside which is another possibility and it, it we're trying to follow developments there um it's a build-up of thirty thousand troops at this point probably more and uh it's backed up by aircraft I mean, like fighter aircraft, like you're preparing for a war. There's 10 times as many U.S. troops in the capital now as we're in Afghanistan fighting the so-called war over there, protecting the poppy fields and all the stuff that they were actually doing. Um, and there's all kinds of military backup there. It's clearly not for... Uh, you know, attack by some unhappy Trump supporters. It, besides, the Trump supporters weren't the ones that did the the violence last, uh, I guess it was last Wednesday anyway. That was led by Antifa. It's now been exposed. They've got photographs. They've got names, identification. It's not, not the Trump supporters. Some really gullible ones followed the Antifa people in, but they were essentially invited in by the Capitol Police. It was n nothing like the media was saying at all. But there's this massive buildup. So question on that level is what what is it building up to? And there are still some stories that at the last minute the fraudulent inauguration would be stopped. But even that, that inauguration is planned to be virtual. So, you know, we're just working hard to put the pieces together. In any case, you know, the, the question comes down to what what's the purpose of this show, Lost Arts Radio Live? And, and there are people with big staffs and great crews that are analyzing current events. We can't, you know, there's no way we can keep up with that with no no staff to help. So the purpose is not being the most comprehensive news show, that's for sure. And we do talk about current events and what they mean Hopefully, you're going to find that interesting and useful. But it's not supposed to be just a momentary, uh, interesting entertainment show, and then you forget about it. 
go back to the usual usual way of thinking. So I really went through the whole thing in the last day or so and thinking, what's the bottom line message? And it, it's definitely not to discourage you. It's not to make people feel bad about what's happening. And at the same time, we're really trying to balance being honest about what's happening and not defeatist or fatalistic or cynical. I don't feel that way at all. It's just with the same situational awareness, you can take different points of view in response to that. And what we're talking about here is a picture of the situation we're in, uh, basics basics of it, at least why we're in it, and how to make it better. You know, how to start with the work of healing ourselves and the rest of the world. And is that a fantasy? And is it just you know, stupid new age stuff, as some people have told me recently. And I understand what they're thinking, you know, the new, new age that the whole philosophy that started really being visible in the 1960s, and I was there as a university student at that time. And it was a lot of drugs and free sex and, you know, the kind of kumbaya mentality that everything's going to be great. And most of us at that time didn't, not that I was really part of that movement per se, but I was there to observe it from right in it. And um, almost none of the people in it had any idea what was really going on. They had some good motivations. And in fact, the I remember that the staff, uh, professors and teachers at the universities had a real different attitude in general. There were some nefarious ones, but the the vast majority, especially where I was, were sincerely interested in helping the world situation and would stay out late at night. You know, it wasn't a virtual experience at that time. There were computers were not to be seen. I mean, we none of us had computers. And we were at a, they used to have schools that were actually built, you know, and they had buildings and stuff and, and these enclosures inside the buildings they called classrooms and we usually walked into those and listened to the lecture from the teacher and it was more creative than it is now because teachers in in universities and colleges have become more facilitators than teachers than than they used to be it used to be that the teacher had basic guidelines for the course but they could use their own life experience and their own um, talents and abilities to explain things in different ways to reach the students. And it, it was a lot better in many ways than the, than the experience is uh, now and in recent years, especially now when the, the concrete classroom uh, environment is very limited now. And it, almost all the colleges that I know of are going to at least partial um, virtual and it's not because there's any big threat of anything real on the disease level, although they would like you to think that. But, you know, in spite of the fact that Biden announced there are more than 200 million people killed by COVID in the U.S. now, he said that a few months ago. Um, you notice you're not really stepping over bodies everywhere that you go, if you're even allowed to go in town. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a complete fraud. And there are some cases of the actual disease that they're talking about, but they're very easily handled. And the the 
easy, cheap protocols. Uh, we're not allowed to talk about those. You get censored right away. Doctors that demonstrate uh, close to 100% success rate using easily available uh, procedures that usually have a complete uh, effectiveness within one to two days. Those doctors get fired and attacked, but they really are taking care of people that way with total success. And the people now who are getting the, uh, the fancier drugs and especially the injections, a lot of them are dying and getting horrible neurological reactions and convulsions and seizures and unconsciousness and paralysis and the kind of stuff you're supposed to believe would never happen because it's all totally safe and it's effective and you're not supposed to worry about it. So that is going on, but the actual disease is not the issue. It was real, as we've talked about, laboratory created, but not dangerous like what they're saying. And that's why they have to say all other people that die from other things actually died from that to make you believe that uh, the death numbers are real, which they're not. And um, all these cases, since they don't have enough death numbers to really make it as scary as it's supposed to be, the cases are generated by the PCR procedure. And if you can, have, we've talked about this before, and if you can grasp the fact that the, some people are saying, for example, the PCR numbers are all overblown, they have some false positives and things like that, that's actually not accurate. There are no numbers that come out of the PCR test at all because it's not a test, it's a procedure for um, magnifying tiny, tiny bits of genetic material that can be found not only in humans, but in soil samples, Coca-Cola, fruit, goats. We know that because it was demonstrated by a very intelligent African leader, I think maybe in Tanzania, who was also a scientist, and he said, wait a minute, something going on here, this PCR thing is not a test. The inventor of the test, of the PCR procedure, uh, said publicly that you just really understand this can't be used to diagnose anything. Certainly not viral diseases, nothing like that. And then he died right before it all started. And so the, this African leader, I'm sorry I don't remember his name, I'm just it's just off the top of my head right now. He sent in a sample to the testing lab that used PCR from a papaya, I think it was, I apologize to the fruits if I'm getting it incorrect, but I think it was a papaya. And uh, some uh, genetic material from a goat and also from soil. And somebody later sent, from another African country, I think, sent in some Coca-Cola. And, and, you know, I guess they were being very diverse, right? They sent in samples from all different species and liquids and things like that. They all came back positive, you know, immediate. I guess that Coca-Cola should be quarantined and, you know, it's supposed to be very terrifying. That's the level of how dumbed down they think the population is at this point. And it's probably good in a way because this came out of a lab where they have a lot of very serious pathogens. Um, and you can argue about the exact nature of viruses and we look at all sides of that, but whatever it is, it can wipe out huge numbers of people. I mean, they've got 
apparently samples of things from mouse pox that are engineered and other stuff like that that really can wipe out 99% of the people that are exposed to it. And they didn't use that. They used one that is, um, you know, not even enough to change the overall death numbers for 2020, which you're not supposed to know about that. And and we're really fortunate that they decided to do it by total fraud and deception instead of a really bad weapon. Um, anyway, it's important to know about that and, and what that implies. It implies that the only reason they're able to do that and get away with it and terrify huge sections of the population is because it's a consciousness issue. And they've been working for decades and decades and actually in a larger sense for hundreds and thousands of years to get the people to be totally controlled by fear. And fear was really their first choice. I guess they tried everything. And fear is great because no matter what kind of people you're talking about, what nationality or age group or gender or uh, background or degree of technology or anything like that, fear works well on everybody unless they start waking up and becoming conscious. So the purpose of, of doing the show, taking the time for it and, you know, in my case, spending all week trying to keep up with world events on many levels and what they imply, not for the purpose of telling you, oh, this bad thing is happening and this bad thing is happening and all these terrible things are coming. It's not like for that at all. I think that's not just worthless, it's stupid because it just weakens people to be scared of things and to have a a negative perspective. So my intent is the opposite and I have great empathy for people to try to try to convey these messages and be positive and they do it by you know ignoring the really serious developments in the world and they they do that because they think, well, if you know about how serious things are around us, you have to feel terrible and you have to be cynical. You have to give up. You have to say everybody's really evil and all the, the leaders that seem to be good are really evil. They're just controlled opposition or part of the, they're in on the whole plan and you just get negative about everything. That's totally useless. And in fact, it, it really weakens you to think that. Well, it's not the thought, it's the emotion that goes with it. Because, you know, and we get into this a lot in Planetary Healing Club, but we can mention it here. Your body's actually conscious. It's not a piece of meat with blood flowing through it. It's alive and self-aware. And it's listening to you all the time. And when I say it's listening to you, you as apart from the physical body, the person living in it for the moment. So that's why placebos and nocebos in medicine work so well, because your cells are alive and conscious, and they pay attention to your emotional state. I don't think they're analyzing it technically, but they feel it. So as soon as a person gets depressed, the whole metabolic function of the body changes. The energy levels change, the clarity of thought changes, uh, the circulation in your blood system changes, your lymph flow changes, detoxification ability of your body changes. A lot of the people who get 
diseases, fatal diseases, uh, it's associated with some aspect of this emotional state. And that's why the really good uh, centers for healing those things always deal with the psychological aspect. So you really don't have to wait until you're diagnosed with some killer disease to work on your emotional state. And the point being that in doing this show, what we're trying to do is make a connection between the awareness of what's going on around us, but not being dragged down by it, and instead doing the opposite of realizing that's the urgency for getting our consciousness back, waking up, and coming back to who we actually always were, which has forgotten abilities in it. And if those wake up, there's no way we can be enslaved and and destroyed like the people doing the bad things want to do to us. Um, We're made of consciousness, not, not meat, not physical matter. We're in the body temporarily come into it for a little while that goes by really fast and if you're still really young and you think that lifetime is a long time wait you know because as you get nearer to the other end of your life you realize wait a minute that was like a a flash and we needed the first hundred years just to get the basics and get oriented and and learn how things work here and then you start to realize it, and the lifetime is over. So I'm encouraging all of us, including myself, to become more aware. Yeah, we've all done really stupid things, speaking for myself and everybody I've ever met, you know, that that we realize we could have done differently and better later on. But beating yourself up doesn't help at all. It's totally counterproductive. And um, if you just drop that approach and learn from the experience and see what am I doing in the present there's no way we can really be destroyed no matter how bad the things are in the world um, because of where we come from and, and what we're made out of and on a level that most people would think is complete impossibility and nonsense there are people that have been through birth and death not just near death experiences but real death experiences and remember it and um, the, the first thing that confirms is that we're not we don't cease to exist when we're not happening to be in a physical body anymore so in the long run you know we're they can't destroy us they can't the bad guys can't destroy your spirit or your soul I know there are some people that think that they think that the genetic modification of the new program to supposedly prevent this virus, which it doesn't prevent it anyway. Uh, the people who make the vaccine say, uh, there's no evidence that it prevents transmission, but it's really important that everybody in the world get it frequently, not only because we'll make trillions of dollars, but it's going to do some things to you that are going to be to our advantage. So they're not saying that it, it stops transmission at all but um, it changes the genetic makeup of the person who gets it the the main versions of this from Pfizer and Moderna and people like that corrupts the DNA permanently to the point where most of the people who really are 
knowledgeable about this and have talked about it, confirmed that it's even the corruption of DNA is passed on to future generations. And my interest in that is that I don't want to just accept that. There may be ways that we can work with the incredible immune system of the body to overcome the damage and bring the person back. But the reason I brought it up is because there are some people who think that when your genes are, your DNA is corrupted like that, your soul is ruined. And I don't think that has any validity at all. And I know a bunch of people will hate me for that and say, yes, it does. That's You can't ever go back home at that point. You're, you're a lost soul. I don't, I don't believe that. I don't think there's any indication that that's true at all. But it is really serious. And even though I see it being um, us being okay in the long run, you probably notice that in the short run, they can make things really unpleasant. And they've been doing that in some form for recent history, which I consider the last many, many thousands of years. And the people doing this, the bad guys, which if you fall for hating them, you're making a really deep mistake. We all are. They're victims as well. And they're under the delusion that power can be gotten through evil and through hurting other people. And it's kind of like, I don't know, caricature of the worst bad guy, Snidely Whiplash on the Bullwinkle and Rocky show, or uh, some of the heads of the World Economic Forum look like those villains. And um, and maybe you're not old enough to remember the Bullwinkle and Rocky show. Not everybody liked it anyway. But, but becoming a villain like that or joining their group is really not intelligent at all on their part. And uh, any of you villain types that might be watching this, you might want to reconsider. Your, you probably won't listen to it a regular old person like me, but it's a big mistake to try to get power through hurting intentionally, hurting and destroying other people because you're doing it to yourself. It's not anybody else that has to punish you for that. You're going to punish yourself. And it's something you can't avoid, at least from that position. Um, So the leaders of the bad guys, which at the top level are not human, they kind of left out a little detail in the briefing, um, promising great rewards for evil because there's this middle part about a law of nature that says whatever we intentionally do to somebody else or for them on the good side, we're doing it to ourselves and it comes back. It's not a religion or a philosophy. It doesn't depend on what you believe. It has nothing to do with that. It works for everybody. And um, if you realize that that you've been ignoring that and working against it, you can reverse what you're doing. And especially for people within the power structure that are helping with the destruction of the world right now, even the people working on censorship and monitoring and, and silencing uh, people telling the truth, which is happening all over now, and especially people promoting uh, terror of a fake you know, pandemic, which um, hasn't even really changed the overall death numbers for 2020 at all, except suicides have gone up, and that's probably going to go a lot higher if it keeps going. 
people get discouraged when you destroy their lives. And if you're helping with that kind of thing, it's really not a good plan. And for your own benefit, you need to reconsider and change that. So it's a really good time to change direction. And if you're inside the power structure, as Veritas and others have shown, you can do a lot of good by making positive use of your um, position. And the reason people don't see that it's a big mistake to get power by doing bad things to people is because of the time lag. It always comes back and affects you, but it could be any amount of time lag before that happens. Um, So because of that, even the top level of the human bosses that are orchestrating this thing and the, the tiny group at the top of the power structure that really understands the bigger picture of what's being put together. Um, they're inspired by non, non-human dark beings above them. Um, and they're victims too, because they don't understand. It's just not a good plan to be a dark being. And you don't have to. You can change whenever you want. That's the, the whole prodigal idea. It actually applies to everybody. So um, now, the bad guys who think they're so clever by, you know, working to destroy us, they have the technology to achieve their goal, and they think they're going toward total enslavement of everybody and total control and extermination of life, not, not just the humans, but all life forms on the planet, including themselves. And the ones at the top level understand it's a suicide mission. Below that, they're not told because it... It might really damage morale among the ranks to know that they're, none of them are intended to survive. So it's not a sudden mass murder because it's a ceremonial sacrifice. It has to satisfy certain steps, and that buys time for us to reverse it. And there are ways that we can do that. For From their side, they have to follow these notices and achieve certain milestones and tell people certain things, either in entertainment or predictive programming and things like that. And it makes it take longer. And that, that, that's the time that we have to work with. And my feeling is we still have time now to completely turn it around. And how do you do that? You know, obviously, it hasn't been done yet, because look what's happening. I mean, if anybody talking about any belief in this had actually done it, we wouldn't be sitting here in this situation. So, what is it exactly that we have time for? Physical level preparation is fine, you know, having storable food and water and means of self-defense and communications and all that. But that doesn't really reverse the situation. So, what is it? Um, They need us to stay unconscious long enough to finish all of their plans in the systematic program that they're working on. And if we wake up too soon, then the whole thing is ruined because life on Earth could fully recover. In fact, we could recover to a level that hasn't been seen in known history. Compared to what's happening now, it could be like heaven on Earth. And that's a real possibility that we're not supposed to know about. But it's not just freedom, it's harmony and health with everything and it's a real possibility and it's the biggest uh, taboo that we're not supposed to be knowing about that I've seen so far Um, 
So waking up, us waking up, is really seems to me like the top-level urgent priority for us. Seeing through all the deception, mainly regaining real awareness of who we are, um, not in theory or as a new belief, not some new religion or you know, philosophy or anything like that. It has to be real experience. What's been missing up to now? And you remember, um, as far as the seeing through the deception right now, the German minister of propaganda in World War II uh, said, if you want to successfully fool the people and be able to count on it, you should tell the biggest lie you can, because if it's a small lie, uh, people get suspicious and they can see through it. And if it's big enough, it's psychologically really hard to, for people to imagine that that big of a lie could really be told. And they're going to think, no, there's no way that all that could be false. And we're encouraged to not question the biggest lies because if you are, you're called a conspiracy theorist. And the reason is to discourage you from going in that direction because you could uncover some things that are true. You know, so people think, well, there's no way that could be false. And we're programmed to think like that. We think, instead of that, we think, you know, to quote Joe Biden, come on, man, they can't all be lying. The whole medical system, the whole government system, you know, many people in high level positions of religious power, they couldn't all be lying. Um, Smart people, famous people, government people, celebrities, they're all saying, that the big lie of how everything is is true. So there's no way they could all be wrong. And universities and famous scientists and doctors and some philanthropists you might have heard of and even the health authorities and even the fact checkers, you know, and everybody knows fact checkers always tell the truth. They have a rule among fact checkers. They can't lie. I'm just kidding, of course. But anyway, they all agree They say things like total consensus. Uh, Yes, man-made climate change is about to destroy the world, so you shouldn't use any power anymore. Don't have a refrigerator or a car, and we're going to help you arrange for that. No private property. Um, And they say all the scientists agree there's total consensus, so therefore uh, the lie is true. And all the evidence that shows it's not true uh, which we posted a lot of it on lostartsradio.com, uh, that's all false by definition and it's conspiracy theory. And, and the reason that it's important uh, to see through that is we have to come back to who we are and not wait till you die to find out. As we can find out more at that point, it's easier to see clearly when you're not looking through physical senses. And people who have done it both ways remember that there were beings of unlimited potential. And all kinds of great spiritual teachers have tried to say that to people. Um, We're made of consciousness itself, made of spirit. It's not that we have a spirit or a soul. That's who we are. We're not, in the usual sense of the word, mortal. So, living briefly as spirit in these amazing conscious costumes called physical bodies, how can beings like that, incredible you know, what would be seen from this level, supernatural beings, which are actually not supernatural, it's just a level we forgot. How can those beings be restrained or imprisoned or enslaved or controlled 
forced to destroy ourselves and each other and the ropes that we're tied up with that are keeping us enslaved here are a, a network like a spider's web of big lies they're not real they're not physical they just their beliefs because part of this ceremonial sacrifice that the bad guys are involved in a theme of their practices that they want us to destroy ourselves and choose to do that which you know the vast majority of society has shown they're quite willing to do that so far and that needs to be changed so we have to believe in the fake restraints and the network of lies or they can't hold us down it's like a giant psychological operation against all of humanity that's been gradually building up for thousands of years kind of like a some kind of a religion of self-destruction that we've all signed up for and by saying it's a religion of self-destruction that you know people think well i belong to this religion or this religion well that's on the surface and it may be true, but to see if it's true, you got to see underneath, you know, which is subconscious for most people. What what is your gut believe? What feels real to you? And I'm saying the religion of fear and self destruction. I'm calling it a religion because you can't question it. If you do, you're bad, and it must be believed. It's true by definition, even if it is against logic and common sense. Even if following it has disastrous results, you must believe it. That's why I call it a religion. So the experts in this religion that we've signed up for, even the ones that say, absolutely, I would never do that, check, you know. There's no reason to get upset about it or to feel defensive. Just check. See, what, to find out what you really believe, you've got to become conscious of what you feel. Feeling it. The reason that feeling is taught as irrelevant and stupid and subjective and anecdotal and unscientific and all that is because it's really important. And if they let us know that how important it was and the power that it holds, um, we might get out of hand. So, what are some of the beliefs? you know, in this new religion that most of us have signed up for. And I signed up for it before, too. I just did escape from it. But, you know, in the, when I was a little kid, I was a member of that religion of fear and all this fake stuff. So some of the, some of the beliefs that are in this religion, uh, you can, some people have called it scientism or germism or medicalism or whatever they want to call it, um, People who follow that religion believe that germs are everywhere about to make you sick or kill you. They could jump out and kill us at any moment. Uh, I just wrote a couple of things that, that are beliefs here in the system. You can't prevent uh, getting sick with lifestyle choices. Uh, germs just attack everybody, especially healthy people. Even if you're healthy, the germs can make you sick. And then without knowing it, even before you're sick, you can go make everybody else sick. So you can spread disease even if you feel healthy and look healthy. That's a belief of the system. There's no natural, cheap, easy way to prevent or cure disease. The only uh, scientific remedy for disease is to eat toxic chemicals. I mean medicines. Um, 
or inject them into your body in a form of a liquid, that's a really good way to prevent disease. And the most scientific way to prevent disease, as I said, is to inject liquid form of these highly toxic chemical mixes into your body so they can go right into your bloodstream. That really prevents disease. Except in this new one, uh, they're having to say that, well, they put it in language that they hope you won't ever think about or read, but they say the new uh, COVID vaccines don't prevent transmission. Well, they don't, they don't say don't. They say there's no evidence that they prevent transmission. They just seem to lessen the symptoms. And how did they verify that? With the PCR test, they can't verify any of it. And people are just supposed to believe that. So the discovery of injecting liquid poison into your body is the greatest advance in medical science in the last 200 years. And a lot of, I talk to doctors all over the world, and a lot of them absolutely believe that. They're members of this religion. They think that it eradicated polio and smallpox and other killer diseases. And there are books you can read about that that will explain it. But the rulers know none of us have time to read books anymore. And um, we're not going to find out if you happen to want to. Dr. Tim O'Shea has a good book called uh, Vaccination is Not I- Immunization. That's a really good one. And then Dr. Um, let's see, who is the doctor, the lady that wrote Dissolving Illusion? Suzanne Humphreys, medical doctor. And those are great books. If you really want to understand the incredible, blatant scam of that whole industry, those are good books. And they're, see any videos by Sherry uh, Tenpenny are worth watching on, on the internet, as long as you can do that. We posted many of them on lostartsradio.com. There's a really good one where she's being interviewed by Polly Tomey, who's been on our show too. Polly Tomey is great. And uh, if you want to understand the basics of how the new uh, game changer vaccine that's going to save the world is actually going to work, take a look at that interview on BitChute between uh, Polly Tomey and Sherry Tenpenny. It's incredible. Um, So, you know, more beliefs of this system side effects of the treatment like paralysis and brain damage and death and stuff like that they're insignificant and they're natural parts of advanced medicine and it's okay because they almost never happen and if they do it's always to somebody else that you never meet and don't know and when natural preventions or cures are demonstrated to work that's a conspiracy theory and people who talk about it especially if they demonstrate it, need to be silenced and punished. Uh, And with the current terrifying pandemic that's going on, medical scientists and public health experts are working day and night to save us, and they're heroes. That's a very important belief that you have to have. Also, that wearing a device to obstruct your breathing shows that you're honoring the heroes. And yeah, it doesn't stop viruses, but it's very important that everybody wears one and that anybody who doesn't wear one is disrespecting uh, the heroes and is anti-science. Uh, and it goes on and on. And um, Basically, censorship by authorities is keeping us safe from wrong information. And the terrifying uh, spread of cases worldwide that's being proven by a test that doesn't uh, test for anything 
PCR is valid. Uh, the lockdowns, all that stuff. Um, science is above common sense. I'm just going through these quickly because we don't have time for all of them. But uh, the idea is that the experts know better. We're not intelligent. We're weak and dependent on the experts. And that creates fear and dependency and dread, which is what we're supposed to have. And if we stay on that path, it's our choice. And it's not a good idea. It leads to bad things. But the reality is that all these experts who actually just memorized what they're supposed to say, they're like the naked emperor in the emperor's new clothes. And if you, I'm sure you remember that story, right, where the emperor is convinced that he's going to be made these fantastic magical clothes uh, and only the really wise, uh, like uh, really advanced people can see the wonderful clothes that he's wearing. And so he says, oh, yeah, I see him, you know, and the, he goes in a parade in the public and the public was already told that only the really smart people can, can see his clothes. And so all of them say, wow, what beautiful clothes. And there's this three-year-old kid that says, he's not wearing any clothes. And everybody, it breaks the spell and everybody uh, starts laughing. And the, all these chains of false beliefs that we just went through and there's a lot more. They're like the, the new emperor's new clothes. And the question is, how do you reverse the hypnosis? Because right now, a lot of the world is involved in self-destruction and trying to force everybody else to believe the, the new clothes and you know, going in a downward direction. And there's others that are starting to wake up and realize there aren't any new clothes. Um, and I would say a really helpful thing, uh, whatever you can do with it, is to learn about health in the U.S. and really most of the world now. The real health information is violently suppressed because they need us to be sick and impaired. It really hurts your ability to think clearly and everything like that because your brain is operating on the same sick bloodstream as the rest of your body. And so to counteract that, learn about how the body and health and disease work. You won't, you won't keep worrying about germs, and the fear of them eventually goes away because what we've had a lot of guests explaining this and a lot of great doctors and uh, real scientists on the show, like on the Sunday show on Lost Arts Radio, that explain, yeah, the microorganisms are there to keep everything balanced and to help you stay healthy, and without them you can't live, and that's why people that take you know, medicines to kill all the all the microorganisms in their body. They have all kinds of health problems because they're getting rid of the natural defenses. And when you learn how to take care of those communities of microorganisms, they protect your health. It's very useful to learn about that. And um, anyway, the, there's a lot to absorb and to study. And we're we're posting a lot of good sources on lostartsradio.com, and I'm also working on what someone suggested, which was a really great idea, a reference list where all the major subjects are categorized. And, you know, if you want to learn about uh, the immune system or uh, transmissibility of viruses or, um, you know, food qualities, nutrition, 
exercise, sunlight, all the important things to make your normal immunity as strong as possible, then we'll have headings and we won't have to keep going over them again and again in detail because you can study them in great depth if you'd like to. And that's being put together right now. And as I say, you won't be worried about germs because what a lot of these doctors explain that really understand it is that it's like, you know, in the garden, in it, if you have a compost pile, you put manure and rotten vegetables and all kinds of kitchen waste and different things that are uh, basically made out of organic matter. You put them on that pile along with soil and the microorganisms that are needed to break it down start multiplying at a tremendous rate of speed. Worms come in to help break it down and all these different organisms that are there to help and it turns it into beautiful soil and it's like a recycling process in nature that works beautifully well same thing happens in your body if you're feeding not yourself because you're not the body this is a huge helpful realization that you can have when you're when you're eating a food that say is made full of toxic chemicals which a lot of foods are and it's engineered to taste very addictive and you just want it more and more if you make a transition and start to realize that that's not you that's your body it's like your child in a lot of ways and it takes no willpower no willpower at all to feed your child only healthy food whereas if you think it's you it it can become almost impossible to break certain addictions so that's that's consciousness work you can do but um if you're feeding your body all kinds of junk and highly processed dead food that doesn't get digested very well and you get old residue from it in the gut and in the cells of your body as deposits and things like that, then the microorganisms, which are all through the body and all through our environment, we're walking in literal clouds of microorganisms all the time. And that's not bad. That's the setup that's designed to keep you healthy and really help you as much as possible. So if you feed your body stuff that it's not good for it, like giving your car, you know, sawdust instead of gasoline or gasoline instead of diesel, you have problems that come from that. And the buildup of toxic residue in the body attracts a certain kind of activity from microorganisms and they start coming in to break it down and their byproducts of that process can be corrosive and, and toxic and can be misinterpreted when tests are done. So you start doing your own study and realize that you're your own doctor and you have to learn yourself. You're just going to experts is not good enough. I mean, even if you're going to go talk to experts, becoming a conscious, informed consumer means that you'll be able to tell which which suggestions that they make to you are, are worth following and which ones are not. So once you realize how much real education is critical, then you want to start it immediately and take it as far as you can. Make observations. What you do, you know, your exercise levels, your sleep patterns, what you eat and drink, um, certainly if you're smoking anything, which there, I don't think there's anything that is good 
for your body to smoke, whether it's tobacco, marijuana, you know, drugs of different kinds. It, it's all, it's outside of what your body's designed for, so it causes damage. And observe, you know, what things hurt you and what things help you. That's supposed to be real science, where you, we question everything. You don't just memorize stuff like, you know, in the universities now, in the medical schools and the PhD public health programs and all that, a lot of it is memorizing what you're supposed to think without question and things that the doctors are told, this is safe and effective. You just inject this into a person and they don't get sick. Of course, in real life, you inject it into them and they often get the disease right away that they're supposed to be protected against. But when that comes up, you're supposed to pay no attention to that. Don't don't uh, try to figure it out or anything. If, if you notice that, just go back to what you memorized and memorize it again. Safe and effective, no side effects only one time in a hundred million or something like that. And even if you see a lot of people dying from the treatment, if it's standard of care, keep doing it because that's your job and don't question it. And if you have a question, ask the health agency and they'll straighten you out by telling you the same thing again. That's not real science. That's, that's what science now has degenerated into, including medical science. And censorship of information is a clue because when you start telling the truth about these things you tend to get silenced and a lot of the major sources of real information on health and what's going on in the world and all that have disappeared recently uh, they took out a whole huge platform amazon did and it may or may not come back but the censorship is a sign that it's very important to the power structure trying to complete the generate the uh, operation of destruction that they're doing that we don't get real information so it's a clue that we need to do our own investigations and our own uh, studying as much as we can and find out what uh, what the real normal is and what it used to be and what it our forgotten real state which is very high energy harmony health and inner well-being, those things are normal. All this rampant disease and all these kids being uh, getting autism and neurological conditions shortly after they get certain things from the medical system, that's not normal. And it's going to keep happening unless we learn ourselves what, what the normal really is, what health, how health works, how to protect it, how to prevent disease, Instead of injecting poisons into you, there's actually better ways to do it. And um, learn how to let the, the uh, new, no not the new normal, but the real normal back in and question everything from authorities. Don't assume it's all wrong because occasionally they may tell you the truth for some strange reason or by mistake. But watch how everything in your life changes when you change yourself. It's like the PowerPoint that can change all your life circumstances, changing your own consciousness. So consciousness is not just awareness of all the bad things happening in the world. It's primarily self-awareness. You get rid of the mind patterns and the emotional patterns and find out um, what you're thinking and feeling all day 
that's affecting what happens to you in your life and you start consciously changing it and you get very many of those people in that awake state starts spreading and it's not too late for that. That could still happen. And those people can't be enslaved if that's the population. Uh, they're not going to fall for destroying themselves and uh, they'll realize you don't have to do this to yourself. You don't have to say, well, yeah, there's all these bad things that this treatment are going to do to me, but they're called side effects, so they don't matter. And that's the advanced medicine, so we just have to do it. You start learning about natural health maintenance and, and rebuilding that works on principle of nature, that there's, there's a life force. The chiropractors talked about this starting around 1900 when Dee Dee Palmer was starting chiropractic. And the idea was that there's an actual life force, an intelligent force inside the body. And it's the only thing that heals anything. And later on, other people started realizing, oh, that's true. It's not, uh, it's not an idea that the chiropractors own or have a license on. It's, it's been working since the beginning of life. And if you work in harmony and learn how to tune into it and follow it and not block it, then it automatically helps to heal. It, it drags everything toward balance and harmony and healing. And it, as long as we're in these bodies, living in this form, it's working all the time. And um, there are things that get in the way of that healing force that are not physical, but they have physical effects. So, Constant arguing with everybody and fighting and condemning other people, even in thought. Uh, it's all a distraction and hating anybody, even the people that are doing the horrific crimes in the world, wasting your energy hating them or hating anybody is, is a complete um, waste of our energy. And, and division by class or this idea of race or gender separation or age division – all that stuff is postponing what we could really be doing, and it, it's a distraction because it lets dis the destructive agenda keeps going while we're wasting our time. So if we're brave enough to do it, then um, we can start anytime we want to. Part of the brainwashing that we're subjected to all the time so that we'll lend our own power to it is that the future has to be dark and terrible. That's not true at all. And in fact, dark, terrible future has happened, you know, it's happened in the past as well. It's been going on for thousands of years on our planet, but it's not in line with nature. And nature's always pulling toward harmony. So that brainwashing that we have to have another dark future is not true unless we believe it and create it. And the, the delicate part of that is that being dishonest about what's happening, like the serious events right now in the capital of America and um, the corruption that's seeped into power positions worldwide, you don't have to make believe that's not happening. But the power that flows through us from where we originated is much stronger than any darkness. And we just have to get back in tune with it, change ourselves and, you know, Part of it is very subtle. We're walking around with the belief system that I described a little bit with the mantra that things are really bad and 
thinking constantly about what's wrong with other people and that implies what's wrong with us and just very cynical energy that, you know, even if we talk on the surface about that not being true, that the deeper subconscious subconscious level takes control. So um, if you go farther into it on the level of quantum physics and beyond that, your belief, the feeling of your belief about reality and about the outside world attracts certain kinds of experiences into your life that look like they don't have a cause and they just came up for no reason and all these bad things happened. And we've actually been seeding that with mantras and focus that we've carried around that are very negative and self-destructive for a long time. And that's been clouding everybody's vision. So I'm just saying all that stuff is voluntary. There are things you can do to change it. You don't have to be unaware of your subconscious. You can become aware of thought patterns and emotional patterns that are beyond reach right now and reverse them. There are ways to do that. Um, that's what we've been working on in Planetary Healing Club, but you can do it yourself. It just requires becoming very quiet and um, wide awake at the same time and and dropping the preconceptions and talking to your mind and saying, mind, we're going to try something new now. Because mind listens to you. Mind is an, a self-aware entity. It's not imaginary. It's real. And it's very powerful. It's not who we are. But it's a tool that we've got. And it's it's not really a tool because it's more alive than a tool. But it can be a tremendous ally. And the, the old yogis in the Himalayas re- realized that the negative thought and emotional patterns were not just some kind of belief system, they're really powerful. And that these beliefs they had in the negative emotional state were destroying their life and attracting physical experience. And most people don't believe this is possible, but it's been demonstrated. And so the yogis found out that all these self-destructive thought and emotional patterns were destroying their lives and they decided to fight mind and it doesn't work. Mind is not brain, it's not physical, and it doesn't get destroyed. So what they missed is that mind can be an ally, and it has tremendous power, well, a little bit of which has been demonstrated, but it can help us a lot more than that. So we'll go into that in great depth in Planetary Healing Club, starting half an hour after this show is over, which should be now. And if you have any interest at all in joining us in that, um, you're invited personally. And we're there, I'm there live every week, and we go a lot more deeply into some of these things in a non-censored environment. So if you want that, if you want to make use of it, feel free to join us or send questions if you want, if you want to know, you know, here's what I'm doing, and is it really worth my time to have any part in, in what you're group that meets later is doing and i'll tell you honestly i'm not going to try to convince you to be there if it's not an appropriate thing um but it's open to people in any part of the world and if you want to work on this with us it looks like nothing it looks like a belief system that's just like any other and it you know is just something to make people feel pacified but it's not it's real and it's powerful and we're interested in demonstration 
And something like that is anything that would help with the real-life physical situation. It's urgently needed right now, and as I'm sure you realize, there are things happening moment by moment now, and we, we need to use our time extremely well. That's a feeling I've got, and hopefully you, you are seeing the same thing. It's, this contest is not over by any means. It's still pos- possible to turn this around in many respects and make your own situation better by getting in touch with these deeper levels. So anyway, send questions or comments if you want. There are contact forms on lostartsradio.com and lostartsresearchinstitute.org. That's our nonprofit that runs everything. And uh, support us if you want to see us stay on air. Uh, We don't do commercials, as you may have noticed. So uh, there are donate forms or donate buttons on lostartsradio.com and lostartsresearchinstitute.org. If you have a question about that, you're not sure whether you want to be a financial supporter or not, just send a contact form request for information or email me at richard at lostartsradio.com and I'll tell you more about what we have in mind to do if we find an appropriate source of uh, funding our projects that are on hold right now. A lot needs to be done in the near future. So whether you have anything to do with us on the outside or not, the main power is working inside yourself. And there's no limit to what you can accomplish with that. So whether you do it as part of PHC or you do it on your own or with people that are uh, in line with how you feel about the whole thing, I'm just encouraging you to do it. Take care of yourself and uh, do whatever you can to improve your own personal condition. It's not some uncaring, selfish thing that you do. If you take care of yourself, you become much clearer in your understanding of what you can do and you have a lot more to share with everybody else. If you let, a lot of people are letting their own conditions slide because they're stressed and they say, well, when things calm down, you know, I'll take care of myself then. But that's a mistake. When, when things are really stressful, it's very important if you want to be able to help anybody else, take very good care of yourself, physically, mentally, and emotionally, and spiritually, all the le- different levels, because that's going to determine how you get through what we're, the period that we're entering now. And there's still a possibility to get through it in a spectacularly good way. I guess that's the main message, and stay in touch. I really like your feedback. I want to make this relevant for everybody as much as possible. Feel free to email or send contact form information. Uh, remember, we have a Sunday show, which is every night, every Sunday night, 6 o'clock Pacific, 9 o'clock Eastern U.S. time. A great medical doctor that I've been hoping to get on for some time, Dr. Um, Dr. Thomas Cowan. Uh, will be on tomorrow night, and I think you'll get a lot out of that. He's written a lot of great books, really amazing person. And then um, suggestions for other guests that you'd like to see us get are, of course, appreciated. We have a lot of people lined up after Dr. Cowan who are going to be coming on, and the whole point of the Sunday show is introducing you, letting you meet inspiring people and uh organizations that are doing great things that can play a part in bringing this whole thing 
to a good conclusion. But the most important central character in this whole thing, and it sounds counterintuitive and maybe doesn't make sense, but the most important star player in this whole drama is actually you. Not the generic you of the whole audience all over the world, but you personally. Don't underestimate your importance and your abilities. Just wake them up and you'll be amazed. It makes your life more fun too. So there's no downside. Learn how to take better care of yourself and, and uncover what is in there, what you could really be, which is who you already are. Except experiencing it is better than than just believing it for someday in the future. Do it now. And um, I'm just encouraging you and letting you know you've got the connections that it takes. And uh, it's all in your hands. Anyway, sorry I'm over a few minutes as often happens, but I I want every all of us to be okay. That's That's my whole motivation. Awareness of what's going on, but doing the work on all levels, inside yourself and outside in whatever capacity is right for you. So that's it for now. Uh, stay in touch and we'll be watching carefully what happens on the outside. And uh, the, if you decide to get involved with us in Planetary Healing Club, the access point is planetaryhealingclub.com. And we have set up a system for during the week. Uh, communication for people that are involved in that work too and you'll have access to that so have a great week good rest of the in the u.s it's a three-day weekend and a lot is going to be happening so um thanks for caring about the fate of the world i appreciate it you're you're the main part of it and we'll see you next time have a good week introducing lost arts radio on subscribestar.com just go to subscribestar.com slash lostartsradio to find our rewards program offering 10 different giving levels starting at just 5 bucks a month. We offer incredible value for any rewards level, from extra monthly interview videos not available publicly to subscription-based Planetary Healing Club videos once, twice, or three times a month to private counseling sessions with Lost Arts Radio host Richard Sachs, to tech help with me, Doug Diamond. We even have one option where you can be the star on Lost Arts Radio as our guest on a specially produced show just for you. We conduct an interview with you and broadcast it to our growing network and listenership. Our subscribe star levels are one of a kind and offer great rewards for any budget. Please help support Lost Arts Radio. We can't do it without you. With increasing censorship on many of our channels, we really need your support today to keep doing what we're doing. As Richard says, we're not even at survival level yet. Lost Arts Radio has three weekly shows. Lost Arts Radio Live each Saturday night at 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, which is a live stream currently on multiple platforms in case we get banned from some of the larger ones. Right now, we're on two YouTube channels, Facebook Live, Periscope, which is Twitter, Twitch, and DLive. You can access these broadcasts by going to www.lostartsradio.com live for all the links to those channels. The Planetary Healing Club meets right after Lost Arts Radio Live at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Saturday nights. And our Sunday show with guests airs at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Sunday nights on our Blog Talk Radio channel, our YouTube channels, 
Facebook pages, and on Brideon. Be sure to sign up for our free email list just in case we do get banned on big tech's platforms. It's just a matter of time, really. They don't like the stuff we talk about, and they do not want the truth out there. In fact, they have already attacked us numerous times. Join our free email list so we can let you know where we are and how to access our shows. The sign-up button is right on the top right on most pages of our website. The best starting point for all things Lost Arts Radio is our main site, lostartsradio.com, where you can find the hottest news selection videos that we curate just for you. Those are on the homepage and added to daily, as well as articles and breaking news about information you really need to know. Our show archives, the 10 most recent shows, are right on our homepage, as well as our Blog Talk Radio page at blogtalkradio.com slash lostartsradio, or just click the All Things Radio Show tab right on our website. We're in the podcast directory on iTunes, and all of our shows except the banned ones are on our YouTube channels at Lost Arts Radio and at Diamond Disc. Our Brideon page is really taking off, and we often have editors' picks videos right on their homepage. Visit brideon.com slash channel slash Lost Arts Radio. On our site, you can also access our free listener forum as well as sign up for the Planetary Healing Club, which is just $25 a month, where you get private access to a one-on-one interaction with host Richard Sachs and myself and the other club members who participate live. More info can be found at planetaryhealingclub.com. We're providing solutions in there to make the world a better place. Come join us. Thanks again for listening to and supporting Lost Arts Radio. We love having you as part of our family to learn, experience, and grow with.